0: My family and i we went to japan in the year 2000 and uh with the exception of a a furlough here or there we've been there you know these 22 years or so and um uh we have the uh hitsujikai kiristo kyokai which is shepherd baptist or we used to call it baptist shepherd christian church it's going to take me a while to get my gear shifted there but the reason being is they don't understand the word, as we mentioned in the earlier hour. Uh, Christian, they understand. Um, about the word shepherd, I didn't explain that, but our town is known for sheep. And uh, when we went down there to to uh, tour around as God was laying that town on our hearts, uh, we saw uh, the sheep. We knew they had a sheep uh, farm. They have a sheep museum, and uh, they have a couple sheep farms. And... Um, and they have signage all over town with cartoon sheep it's kind of the theme of the town and it's a big tourism draw uh, for people to come in to see the sheep museum and so forth um Japan's kind of different though because um like if you go to a zoo here and you see the animals you don't like oh there's a tiger there's a monkey there's a Giraffe, And and then you eat them. No, you don't. But in in Shibetsu, you go to the sheep museum, then you can go over to the uh, other building, and then you can uh, have a feast. (laughs) It's kind of different. But, uh, um, yeah, so uh, I noticed, though, that they had sheep everywhere in the pictures, little cute cartoon sheep and so forth. But then as a Christian, it came to mind, there's no shepherd picture anywhere. They need a shepherd and so i thought uh, not just speaking of me as a a missionary pastor as a shepherd but the lord is our shepherd and i thought they need the lord for sure and they need a shepherd and uh, so we use that theme verse the lord is my shepherd um with them and around our brochures and stuff and uh so that's why we we have our church that's how we came about our church name in uh 2008 and then um I didn't realize it then, but I didn't know the the Sheep Museum. It's actually across the valley from our building. On the third floor of our building where we live, we can see really good the uh, majority of the town, and then across the valley up on another hill is the Sheep Museum, and then they have the restaurant and so forth, and gift shop and all that. And I I didn't know this, Pastor, but we're uh, Hitsujikai Kiriso Kyokai, or uh, Shepherd Christian Church, but the restaurant is Hitsujikai no Ie, which means shepherd house and so sometimes it's right next to it in the phone book so and they're calling is this the shepherd house restaurant they want to know the hours or something I'm like sorry it's this, this is the church but, but uh i had no idea when we named it that that was uh, uh that close but um yeah it's it's been a blessing serving the lord there and a, a privilege and we're looking forward to many many more years lord willing uh, to serve the Lord there and uh, share the gospel truth with people. Um, Japanese is an interesting uh, language. Uh, it's a difficult language. Um, it is very much part of our life and as I mentioned earlier, sometimes people ask me how how long did it take you to learn the language or when did you learn the language and I, I say, well, I'll let you know. <laughs> when I get, but it, it, is, it is an ongoing process to better ourselves at the language and to improve. So, We can be more effective in reaching the people in japan but we're uh, fluent to the point where we can do the work of the ministry and uh, and be used of the lord there i like to encourage other missionaries too the lord sent many my way sometimes uh, phone calls and whatnot uh, sometimes visits but sometimes they're just trying to get into japan to start a ministry and they are faced sometimes with discouraging words from people but i tell them look you know if the lord wants you here doesn't matter if you're 40 years old already or whatever uh, you just come and God can use you uh, I'd rather have someone uh, personally whether they're serving with us or in Japan somewhere I'd rather have uh, someone there that has a bird in their heart a, a a deep love for the people and and can look at someone and just smile and say konichiwa and you know tell them here please read this Dozo yonde kudasai and um, maybe they can't say a whole lot more, but that conveys, people can sense that, rather than someone that can speak all sorts of Japanese and then their heart's not in it. So I would like to challenge you the same way in your neck of the woods here uh, to go forth with that kind of burden, that kind of desire. Just to, you might not know this, that, and the other, but just tell people what you know. Tell them about how the Lord's worked in your life. And uh, if you're a Christian here today, and just sh- share that and, and just have a, a love for people. Well, in Japan, the language uh, we have, uh, I want to explain it. You probably won't understand it once, <laughs> once I'm done explaining it. It's kind of like Buddhism, right? You can In Bible college, we studied it, and the, the pastor uh, who's teaching the class, he said, uh, we're going to spend some time in uh, studying this we studied different beliefs and so forth but by the time you're done you're still gonna be scratching your head saying what is it that they believe <laughs> but um, but the language is that way too uh, it's difficult uh, hitagana is uh, a system of 48 sounds uh, one of the kids can you tell me how many how many letters are in English somebody what is that 26 bingo <laughs> Give that guy a prize no uh, 26 48 in Japanese a, i, u, e, o, kaki, ku, ke, ko, and so forth. It goes on and on. Ha, hi, hu, he, ho, nani, no, du, de, do. You know, and uh, then they have combination sounds and, and different things. So that's hiragana. That's used for their, their words. Um, and then there's another 48 sounds, their characters, called katakana, and they're used for foreign words, like my name, aran, aran minkusu, Alan Minx, or how about this? jesus is yesu that's written in the foreign the foreign word so folks this is another hurdle for reaching the japanese when they say see jesus's name Yesu," they think i think subconsciously foreign it it's just it's sad but uh that's that's the way it is uh christ it's written in the foreign text so that's katakana hiragana katakana and then kanji those are the Chinese characters you ever hear those Chinese the mini stroke looks like some say chicken scratch now that's kanji and that's Japanese Japan has imported that thousands of years ago from China and that's part of their language they need all that plus English you know ABCs they use it every day in their language to function in their language that's how it's a it's a hybrid (laughs) language in (ườ) a way so that's what we're up against and uh, and the, the uh as uh brother overmiller was saying earlier the uh sometimes the words sound the same but they're different meanings and so you're dependent upon the context or if you can read the kanji the ch- chinese characters then you can understand what it's talking about uh we do we have that in english though how about the letter uh, i mean the the number eight right And then past tense of eating, right, is ate. Same sound, but we we know through context, right, or how it's written or whatever. It's the same thing in Japanese. Um, You have uh, hair is kami. Paper, like paper or your Bible, kami is. And then also um, uh, God is kami. So... And there's more examples, you know, like chopsticks is hashi, and a bridge is hashi. So you gotta you gotta use more than you know. You gotta put your brain in gear, and so it's a challenge. But but we thank the Lord that we have the opportunity to uh, minister there, and uh, we thank you for your prayers. And uh, and again, I'll just say uh, I, I'm I'm just thankful for the privilege to be able to to meet with you today and speak to you today, and. And if uh, the Lord lays it on your hearts to uh, partner with us, that would be a huge blessing. We I've really enjoyed just getting to know folks already. It's just been a, a, a good blessing, and I'm looking forward to the time after as well. Um, if you will, if you have your Bible, let's uh, look in First Peter, chapter three. First Peter chapter three. Um, by the way, uh, the pastor was mentioning. Um, about the need for missionaries, for laborers in Japan. I just want to say, look, look, at, look at me for a second. I'm Japanese size. It's great. My wife is uh, about here, makes me feel tall. And she's Japanese size as well. Although the strange thing, her feet are very small she has a hard time finding shoes in japan they don't have them that small that's kind of strange but i'll just say if you're tall don't count yourself out if god wants you to go uh, he can use you too i have friends that are i know, that are six foot whatever there was a missionary kid over there once, to six foot four or six foot five i think it was so uh the good thing is the old japanese houses were uh too short i would make it through the doorway but everyone else would take their head off, you know, get banged in the forehead, and have some serious injury. But now they're built. The Japanese are they're growing them taller now. I guess it's from the dairy and stuff, or whatever. they've introduced in their diet. But but they have uh, two meter tall doorways now instead of the shorter ones. So that's that's nice. So, um, but uh, Japan is a wonderful country, and it's a privilege to be able to serve there. First Peter chapter three. Let's get into the message here. First Peter chapter. 3 and verse 8. This message I've just entitled Peter's Instructions to All Christians. I actually preached this to our church uh, a few years ago, and uh, I always think it's neat to be able to share with you something that we've given to our congregation there. (laughs) So, uh, now I won't preach it to you in all in Japanese. I don't do that, you know. Gotta be biblical, says to interpret. It's not it's not going to help you any if I just speak in Japanese all day long, right? But Peter's instruction to all Christians. And um, uh, this, by the way, um, in, in a way, this is a mission's message. You, you might miss it if, you don't, if I don't point this out, but it is a mission's message to you all. Uh, without this, these, these things we're going to cover today, without this, we as Christians will not reach those in this world that need the salvation that Jesus offers. So it's essential that if, and by the way, you can be a missionary right here. And uh, it doesn't have to be in a certain location or a foreign country. You can be a missionary right where God has put you, where he's planted you. So, first of all, uh, I just want to give you a little background. Peter was an apostle of Jesus Christ, and one of the three named pillars of the early church in Jerusalem. Peter uh, was the first Christian missionary to the Gentiles. A lot of times we think of Paul as a missionary, and he was. He went a lot of places. God used him greatly. But Peter was the first missionary, as far as we understand, to the Gentiles. He was also a Christian missionary to the Jews. And his tradition tells us he was put to death for his faith. Uh, God used him to to pen the the books of 1 Peter and 2 Peter. And uh, I do believe uh, he has some things to say to us that we should take note of. Now, of course, anything that's in God's word, we ought to take note of it. God put it there for a reason, and we can learn from it. But uh, today we're going to look specifically at what Peter says in this verse And if you will look at 1 Peter 3, 8, it says, To sum up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit. Before we go any further, let's pray. Lord, we do thank you for your word. We thank you for salvation. Help, Lord, us today to glean all we can from your word. Speak to our hearts. Give us what we need. We're all a needy people, Lord. Uh, Maybe there's someone today here that needs salvation that is through Christ and him alone. Just pray that they'll find that salvation today. Uh, But Lord, for us that are Christians, help us to be encouraged and helped by your word. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So to sum it up, he says, what he's saying finally, or it all boils down to this, And then he gives a list of some things, five things here as Christian brothers and sisters in Christ that we need, that we need five things. Now, normally I'll take a passage of scripture and I'll just, you know, preach and teach you the passage of scripture. Today we're using it. We're just looking at this verse. He's summarizing things that he's already mentioned, but for time's sake, we're not going to get into what he mentioned or what he says after this verse. Really good stuff, really good stuff. But we're just going to zero in on this Verse and look at some other verses that have some of the same words uh, as this to try to uh, kind of dissect this verse and look at it in a microscopic way, if you will. Finally, he says it sums it up, it boils down to this. As Christian brethren, we need these five, five things. And uh, I want to look at the first thing uh, here. And, and we'll be looking at other, other verses that contain these word, words uh, as well from this verse. Um, the first point is, Hitotsu omoi ni naru koto. Now, that doesn't help you a whole lot. <laughs> but uh, what that means in English is becoming one in thought, becoming one in thought. Uh, now if everyone here in, in this congregation we had our all all our own ways of thinking and we just you know that's what we're gonna do and we just made it known it just wouldn't go so well all the time I mean we'd have to have some unity and um, and unity of mind and and the scriptures say here harmonious in this in this translation harmonious coming together being of one thought Uh Let's look over, if you would, look over at Romans chapter 15. I'm not going to have you turn to all the, the verses, but uh, if you would like, if you have your Bible, uh, turn over to Romans 15, verse 5 and 6. We'll look at. I'm going to look at a lot of verses, but uh, like I said, I won't have you go to all of them. Might wear your fingers out. If you want to, you can, but we're going to move lo- right along. Romans 15:5 and 6. It says, "Now may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be." of the same mind with one another the same mind with one another according to christ jesus so that with one accord you may with one voice glorify god and father of of the god and father of our lord jesus christ now i want to point out some things in this verse it's telling us the same thing in our our Text we looked at. And by the way, I forgot to mention, you, sh- you can or should hold your place at 1 Peter 3 uh, 8, and because we'll be referencing it. Uh, but, but here it says uh, uh, that God has to grant this to us. He's, God has to help us. We need God's help to have this kind of unity, this kind of one mindedness, this harmoniousness. And um, it's something that we should want, it's something we should desire. And verse 6 there, it says, So that with one accord you may, with one voice, glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So you see, we need, we need God's help, first of all. We need God's help in Christian life to do anything right. If we try to walk the Christian life in our, own, uh, in our own strength, we'll fail. And we'll be discouraged. And, and we'll throw our hands up. We'll get flustered. We need God's help in our Christian walk. We need to pray and ask Him to help us. We need to look at His Word. We need we need that, or we won't be able to be successful in what God wants us to do. But He He has to help us, and after He does, and we do have that uh, unity, that one accord, that one voice. It says about it talks about glorifying God. It will glorify God. That's a wonderful thing. Everything we sh- we do as Christians, we should have it in our minds. It's for to glorify God. Isn't that what you want? It's not to glorify ourselves. It's not to glorify this church group, this congregation. We, we need to glorify God. And um, so what a wonderful thing it is. Another verse, uh, um, 2 Corinthians 13, 11 says, Finally, brethren, rejoice, be made complete, be comforted, be like-minded, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. So we are supposed to strive to agree with one another. we It's nice when we can have agreement, isn't it? It's nice. Now, I know that we, uh, we don't always, but it sure is nice when we have it. Let's look at another verse here. I'm I'm just going to read to you, Philippians 1.27. Uh, It says, Only conduct yourselves, and Paul writes here, Only conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I will hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit, and here it is, with one mind, striving together, for the faith of the gospel. This is another important thing to think of. Not only do we should do what we do as Christians to glorify God as a, as a congregation, as an individual, but for the faith of the gospel, for the sake of the gospel. We can't lose focus, but it's easy to do. We live our lives, we all, can, you know, missionaries, pastors, pastors, church member we we all we can lose we can get busy and lose our focus but we do what we do to glorify god and for the for the sake of the gospel or it says here for the faith of the gospel now how if we don't always uh have agreement um and we we it's nice to have agreement well how do we get this agreement well the bible enables us to the bible enables us to be like-minded um, it doesn't matter, you know, you have your ideas, you have your ideas, I have my ideas. What does that matter? The Bible is our foundational instruction. And, and if that, that is the key, as they say in Japanese, <laughs> the Bible is the key. That's the key for us to have unity. And of course, there's more we could add to that. We, first of all, you need to be saved. You need to be saved and know the Lord as your savior. Uh, the Holy Spirit, too, is at work in our lives to bring forth that, that unity, that harmoniousness. But, that, but let me remind you, uh, what was said here, Peter said, uh, to sum it up. So he had already said a lot of things. So he's, he's, he's bringing it to a summary here and saying these things. And this is the first one, to be harmonious um, now, realistically, are we, do we always have that? Are we that way? <laughs> no. So, we're, we're sinners. We're, we're sinners, and we, we, uh, we tend to do things that just are crummy. <laughs> but with the Lord's help and with his word, uh, striving together to have that unity, God can enable us to, to achieve some, some common ground, and uh, that is needful. Now, mind, mind you, too, when was this written? It was at the early church. How, what was life like in the early church times? Was it a piece of cake? That's a funny phrase to explain to the Japanese, by the way. <laughs> piece of cake, or easy as pie. Uh, the way, you know, they have a way to say that. It means the same thing, but it's totally different. Asa me It means, eh, I'll have it done before breakfast. (laughs) That's what it means. So, piece of cake. But it's not a piece of cake uh, living in the early church times. Uh, You think about the oppressiveness of the Roman Empire, how Christians uh, were treated and and persecuted and, and killed. Uh, You think about even um, Judaism, how they persecuted the early um, apostles and Christians and so forth. It wasn't easy. So, folks, now back to where we are now in 2022. I always say 2020. I don't know. It gets stuck in the brain, 2020, but it's 2022, right? Is it still? I think, yeah. Uh, We don't have it that bad. I mean, I don't think. We don't. It could be. I just want to encourage you. Uh, the Bible tells us it's going to get worse. <laughs> but um, we need to, as Christians, focus on what God has told us to do to keep up our testimony to be a shining light, right, to people. I mean, don't we can't get so sidetracked by everything swirling on around us. Not to say that we don't care about it, not, we don't get involved. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying pr- the priority for us as christians is to to do things like what this verse is telling us to do start there and a lot of other things god will help us with in, uh, in spite of uh it's, it's it's like um daniel in the lion's den he had lions there that's a problem that's a problem <laughs> but what did he do? you know he just prayed trusted the lord and god helped him through the problems we might have some lions swirling around us some problems and we just need to keep our eyes on the Lord. And the second thing he said in this is uh, sympathy. If you look at that, to sum it up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, sympathetic. Uh, so the Bible's saying here we need to have to be compassionate to one another, to have sympathy. In um, First Peter three eight, uh, this is it tells us this is what we need to do we need to to love the brethren uh we and we can do this by having sympathy Um, sometimes we as christians we just act like you know numero uno some of you know what that means right numero uno ichiban in japanese number one me first and uh it doesn't matter you know this is something that can be characteristic of a child and we try to teach them not to have that attitude, right? <laughs> I hope, you know. You got to be considerate of others. But then, you know, as adults too, we need we need to be putting others first. We need to be thinking of being sympathetic, and having compassion on others. You know, the Bible teaches us. Uh, look over at Hebrews 4:15. Hebrews 4:15. You can hold your place in First Peter there, if you will. Hebrews 4:15. And it, and it says, uh, this is Jesus' example for us about being sympathetic. Hebrews 4.15. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are yet without sin. And folks, hey, Jesus set an example for us. He's been through things in his earthly ministry. He went through a lot, perhaps even you know, not perhaps, definitely for sure, more than we will, probably, uh, in what he endured. But he set an example, and it says that here that uh, he, being speaking of Jesus, our high priest, who cannot sympathize, or he he can sympathize with our weakness, and so he's sympathetic. Uh, we ought to to one another be that way our hearts are to ought to go out to our fellow Christians in our church and our community and um, just and any not even the brethren not just the brethren but even just other people too the Bible teaches us that we should be uh, sympathetic uh, have our heart our heart caring for people um, you don't have to turn there but uh, uh, he, Hebrews uh, 1034 goes on to say something similarly, but it says uh, next we could see Christians having compassion on others. And it says there in Hebrews 1034 For you showed sympathy to the prisoners and accepted joyfully the seizure of your property, knowing that you have for yourselves a better possession and a lasting one. The Christians uh, spoken of here had compassion on those in prison. Folks, that's something that the Lord is t- telling us through the words uh, that Peter penned to, uh, in our verse today. To sum it up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, and then it goes on to say brotherly. And uh, in Japanese, we'd say kyodai ai o shimeru uh, suru koto. Kyodai ai is uh, uh, brotherly love. Uh, it's kind of like that phileo love, uh, the Philadelphia, the brotherly love, showing brotherly love. Um, and so uh, if you will, look over, uh, hold your place and look over at Romans chapter 12 and verse 10. Romans chapter 12, verse 10, it says, uh, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another and honor. And um, so, this is the same word that is in our our, our key text today in chapter three of First Peter, chapter three, verse eight, the brotherly love spoken of here. We should have brotherly affection for each other. Uh, it's kind of hard to do if we're feuding, <laughs> but it's something we ought to we ought to strive for. Now, I don't know you, I don't know you folks that well. Nobody's whispered in my ear some things that are going on i don't know i don't know i'm just a guest and i'm just i'm just conveying what i believe is needful that anybody really needs to hear any christian any church anywhere we all need a reminder of this sort of thing but if uh but it is something that does occur amongst christians where we we lack some of these things and we need to uh ask the lord to help us to show brotherly love uh Let's outdo one another in showing honor. Uh, it's, it's not all about you, and it surely isn't all about me. Give preference to one another. And that, wouldn't that be a blessing? It's just we all have that consideration for one another. Not fake, by the way, not fake, but genuinely care and uh, have that brotherly love, have that concern. And if it's hard for you to muster up that concern, then you need to pray about it. Ask the Lord to help you with that. Ask him to help you. Say, it's sure hard, God, to love so-and-so, <laughs> but, uh, but ask the Lord to help you, and he will. Uh, we need to stop and think. If it's hard for us to, to love somebody, even amongst the brethren, do we ever stop and think that maybe someone else has the same idea about us? <laughs> you know, there's a saying, uh, love thy neighbor, but don't tear down the hedges. You ever hear that one? <laughs> no. It's probably not biblical. <laughs> but you ought to love your neighbor. I tell you, in heaven, we'll, we'll love our neighbors, and we won't have to worry about having hedges or boundaries like that because we won't have a sin in nature, we won't have that problem, we'll we will uh it'll be wonderful but here on earth we are to try with god's help to have that brotherly love uh one to another first thessalonians 4 8 says not as uh, to the love of the brethren you have no need for anyone to write to you for you yourselves are taught by god to love one another so there's yet another verse and then hebrews 13 1, a short verse let love of the brethren, continue. We're reminded over and over again, different books of the New Testament are telling us this is something we need to do. And then uh, la- uh, lastly, for this particular uh, point of uh, brotherly love, being brotherly, is First Peter one twenty-two. it says, since you have in obedience to the truth purified your souls for a sincere love of the brethren, fervently love one another from the heart unfortunately folks uh sometimes brotherly love is it's 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 too often lacking amongst christians it sure would be wonderful if we could do better and i believe we can if we put forth an effort asking god to help we should do better the the bible commands us to love one another Um, matter of fact Matter of fact, this is super important is along the lines of this message is in John chapter 13. It says, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. And then this is, this is the kicker. Uh, John 13:35. it says, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if if you have love for one another. Folks, sometimes we do the greatest harm in our, this is the missions message here, the greatest harm in our outreach to people that need Jesus because our light as a Christian individually or as a church is dimmed when we don't have the love we should for one another. If there's the the fussing and carrying on, the world sees that. The people out that are yet without Christ, they could see that. And um, and people sometimes say, "You know, if that's the way Christianity is, I don't want to have anything to do with it. And that's a shame. God wants us to, to have this. And the fourth thing here is uh, becoming a kind-hearted person in our verse today, kind-hearted. It says kind-hearted. Um, and uh, in the Japanese Bible, it's a uh, kokoro no yasashihito. Kokoro is heart. Kokoro, no yasashihito. Uh, Yasashihito is a is a gentle person, and so it's a it's a it's a person that's gentle of heart. And God tells us here that this is uh, what we need to be. Become a kind person. Uh, We all have different personalities, but uh, ask God to ask God to take His His Word and His Holy Spirit and and knock off the rough edges of our character, right, of our personality. And um, look, I need this as much as anybody. I preach, I preach a lot of times what I, it's what I need. <laughs> so, but uh, we need to be a kind-hearted person, God tells us here. A tender-hearted person is, is a kind person and a forgiving person. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. You know, we think about how wonderful the Lord has been to us, and how undeserving we are to have heard the gospel, to be able to know salvation and know Christ. Um, it ought to make us uh, forgiving and tenderhearted towards those uh, around us. You know, Peter tells us here, tells us in our in our text today that this is essential. It's essential to be tender tenderhearted, and then. And then lastly, uh, the last thing it says, uh, to sum it up, it boils down to this, to sum it up, all you, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind hearted, and humble in spirit, humble in spirit. We need to be humble, humble. Um, in the Greek, this means, uh, humble. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It means humble minded. We just, it's the same thing, you know, and, um, But this is the only time in this verse where this word is used, best of my knowledge. um, We're we're in the Greek, uh, where it says, uh, humble in spirit. And the root word here behind this, as far as I know, it's the only time used here. That doesn't make it any less important. It's still important. And we need humble Christians. So let's be humble. Let's be humble and uh, uh, show forth, uh, like, as Christ was humble um. So now, this word is only mentioned this here this one time, but but think about the opposite of it. What's the opposite of being humble? Maybe pride. pride yeah, pride. And the Bible does confront pride numerous times and in many ways, telling us to be weary of, careful about pride. It definitely, the Word of God definitely ta- tackles that issue about pr- uh, the sin of pride. So uh, contrary to that, though, the opposite, we need to be humble. So we listed off a few things to, here today, and as we close, uh, each, I just want to wrap it up and, and kind of package it, wrap it up in our thinking. Each item in the, the list that we read today, harmonious, Sympathetic, brotherly or brotherly love, uh, kind-hearted, humble. Each of these things in the list, they hinge on one another, I believe. It hinges, it hinges, they're dependent upon one another. It's sure hard to be harmonious, or in other words, you know, have unity in mind if you aren't sympathetic. <laughs> and it's awfully challenging to, to have brotherly love if you're not harmonious or, or un- unified, you, you, you know, um, it's, it's, you get the idea. You, you can't be tenderhearted if you aren't humble. <laughs> so, the only way to achieve this, and God wants us to achieve this, by the way, as he says, here, sum it up, here it is, is with the Holy Spirit's help. We need God and we need his help and we need to ask him to help us. The verse, once again, 1 Peter 3 8, to sum it up, all of you need, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind hearted, and humble in spirit. And it comes down to all of us as Christian brethren to be having unity, sympathy, brotherly love tenderheartedness and humbleness. You know, in the next verse, didn't read this yet, but the next verse, 1 Peter 3, 9, says, goes on to say, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead for you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. So I challenge you to read this chapter on your own time. It tells us a lot of what we should be like and what, what we shouldn't be like and, and, and a, lot of, a lot of good stuff there. Today we just looked at the, to sum it up, part. But let us ask God for this in our lives. We need it. And um, I just want to challenge you because we see the need even on the mission field. As a missionary, missionaries aren't immune to this. We need to strive too to line up with what god says here in the uh, first peter and we we need to uh, uh work on it it's something that we have to to look at and ask the lord to help us in these areas it's part of just growing in our faith in our in our walk with the lord um, when you get saved when you ask the lord to save you you have eternal security with the lord salvation wise but that Christian walk doesn't stop there Uh, we need to grow and this is this is part of growing when we can uh, uh, allow the Lord as we yield to him to to fine-tune these things in our life to bring out these qualities in our lives to be the Christian that God wants us to be Um, I've learned many things from the Japanese by the way people that aren't Christians but some of them are very kind they can, put, they, can, they can put Christians to shame sometimes, how kind they are, or generous, or humble. Uh, but um, of all people, of all people, Christians, we should exhibit that. We sh- that should be uh, the, the Lord working through us and showing forth those, those wonderful qualities that God can allow in our lives. Let's pray. Lord, we do thank you for your word. We thank you for uh, every bit of it. First of all, we thank you for salvation. And I just asked: there's someone that needs to, to come to Jesus. They don't know if they're going to heaven. They're not 100% sure of that. Help, Lord, that person to get it settled and to understand and uh, receive Christ. But, Lord, for those of us that are Christians, we are believers, uh, help us, Lord, to uh, not just speed through reading your word and uh, just to get our chapter read for the day or or what have you, but to really to look at what you say to do. And as we did today in this one particular verse, uh, the things that you want us to be like, uh, help us uh, to show forth those things in our life. And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. stand please we're going to close out by singing number 602 God be with you 602 in the hymnal